It's 2022 and I just finished watching Breaking Bad for the first time. Hi everyone, my name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Once in a while, we talk about things like cryptozoology. Walter White. <laughs> uh, urban Legends. Jesse Pinkman. What did I say already? You said I, I, you uh, know, I wasn't... Folklore? Um, Mike. The guy who works for Saul. Anything spooky related. And Saul Goodman, played by Bob Odenkirk. Uh, Whenever, every so often, Lindsay and I will both research a smattering of topics that are spooky separately of one another. uh, And then we talk about what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other inside of our very haunted office. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of this very scary show to Mike from Breaking Bad. Is Mike your favorite from Breaking Bad or no? Mike, straight up, Mike is my in my top three. I okay. have three favorites from Breaking Bad. Who's your top three? Also, I want more people. Why don't more people know about this show? I don't know. Like, I am <laughs> shocked that it didn't win any awards or anything like that. I watched this show twice. The whole yeah. s- It's a long show. Lindsay watched the series Breaking Bad once and then said i think you'd like it and i went okay and then it took a while but i finished it yeah it's a great show molly didn't like it but i think oh hey everybody it's jordan i'm just jumping in from the future from when you're listening to this episode our audio got really weird and there was a bunch of crackle noises and it sounded like we were getting farther and farther we were being sucked into a parallel dimension which is very weird because it's never happened before and then one of the episodes i bring up is about being in a different dimension maybe or a different timeline so it's very weird i'm a little spooked out it's 8 45 in the morning and I'm weirded out. But I'm going to stop talking and just go back into the show. Okay, well, see you later. Hey, we're back, everybody. My computer just stopped recording, but now it's recording again. Lindsay, who are your top three favorite characters in the underground show Breaking Bad? Um, The top secret, nobody really knows about it, independent show Breaking Bad. <laughs> I would say... You know I like Gustavo. Yes, you do. Full on Gustavo train. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still like Jesse Pinkman because it's hard not to like Jesse. It is. You're right. Because you just like want to be like, just make great decisions, Jess. Jess, why you let everyone bo- boss you around? And my third favorite, I mean, I do like Saul. I don't know. That's a really hard one. Like I, I didn't like, I didn't like Marie. Yeah. Okay. But then, like, I relate a lot to Marie because it's like she's the only one that's like hypothetical and like, yeah, things. Hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> what? What word? What word did you mean to say? Um, logical. There we go. <laughs> and hypothetical. Okay. Um. I don't know. It was, she's not one of my favorites. I guess Saul. Saul's great. Yeah. This is not a Breaking Bad podcast. This is, in fact, a very scary podcast. And hey, I would like to say this. Over the past few weeks, I don't know where everyone has been coming from. Probably Earth, I would imagine. But I said probably because it could be Mars or Kremulak 5, one of the moons of a secret planet. But thank you very much to everyone who's been listening to the show. Hi, how are you? Hi. Maybe it's just maybe it's just one person, Eli, just listening to it over and over and over again. You think it's just Eli? Yeah, he listened to it, what, 15 
hundred times. Yeah, I think so. Thanks, uh, Eli. Here's a fun. Here's a fun update about Eli. Who, if you're new to the show, Eli wrote the music that you hear throughout the entire show. Eli and I were talking on the phone today, and before we hung up, we both made kissing noises at each other. Oh, that's cool. We went, Anyways, on the phone. well, I don't remember who went first last time. Probably me. So, and my phone is dead and it's charging right now. And I was going to say, I need my information off there. So, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why you're not telling everyone. It's just because literally your phone died. So, I'm going to go first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a smattering of topics. Now, I know mm-hmm. that in our 150th episode, our very cool and very monumental episode, I got some stuff off of TikTok. Yeah. But it was a TikTok that still talked about Reddit. But now I'm back on Reddit. I'm back on my grind. <laughs> okay. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Also, side note, in our office, Lindsay now has a dress form, which is... Thank you for calling it a dress form, because that's really... Like, when you're in the fashion industry, you shouldn't really be calling it a mannequin. It is actually a dress form. Well, I called it that because that's what it's called. I know. I said props to that. Yeah. And I'm so smart. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lindsay has this address form, which if you don't know what a dress form is, it's a person, it's a person's body with no arms, no head, and no legs. And I keep getting glimpses of it out of the corner of my eye because it's directly to my left and it freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, at least the arm's not attached. It does have one arm. And you hang the arm, you drape the arm over this thing's neck? Sure. But I, mean, I don't you know do why that, this right? is interesting at all. Because it's scary. Because okay, there's a because right, there's cool. a whole there's there's 75% <laughs> of a person's body in our office. Well, it's not a real body. It looks uh, yeah, I know, but I mean it looks a lot like one. <laughs> they actually use real torsos. I know. In well, the they, fashion industry. You know what? In my defense, they modeled it off a real human body. Okay. They looked at a human and they went, that's what it looks like. We'll collect, we'll collect your shape. And then they made it. Yeah. They're shape collectors. <laughs> Aren't they? Yeah. That's kind of what mannequin. You go to college for that, with... get a career. Well, I'm uh, majoring in shape collecting, uh, any kind of shape really. <laughs> Minoring in magic. <laughs> I'm a pretty uh, interesting individual. I collect shapes, human shapes. Here we go. This is from the subreddit glitch in the matrix. You know, I feel like I'm always living in a glitch in the matrix because this is your topic every week. Uh, it's not every week because we haven't recorded the show in a very long time. From our from our 150th episode, it was two oh months since God. we released an episode. Like you're making the glitch in the matrix not even scary anymore. Well, no, it's not scary. You're That's desensitizing the thing. me. It's but this show this show isn't for us. It's for everybody. And who knows? Maybe there's three okay. people. I'll be. All right, I'll hear. You, I'll hear you out. Maybe there's two people who are like, "Oh, I can't wait to hear about another glitch in the matrix." Right. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I was. I'm gonna leave that one in. Okay. That was terrible. It's from. It's from. <laughs> terrible. I, you know, I'm already miserable right now. <laughs> this topic is already <laughs> not my favorite because I've. You heard don't even it. know what I'm about. Okay, what, what the topic okay, is. Fine. I'll hear you out. I'll now, hear you out. But also for the listener, I did burp at the dress form. Okay, moving on. This is from the the subreddit Glitch in the Matrix from user Lazy Painting. Mm. Okay, the title is I think I switched timelines. Okay. Okay. So different dimension. I can tell by the way you said, okay, you hate this one, but I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm just listening. Are you? I'm here. I'm present. I'm ready. Tell me, 
Tell me, I'm tell glitch- me. In- <laughs> I'm glitching <laughs> out of this Matrix timeline into another one, so I'm perfectly fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna recreate how you said okay when I told you the title for the story. Tell me, just oh tell me a fact God. about yourself. This has been like 45 minutes of nothing. It hasn't. It's been eight minutes and 55 seconds. Wow, I'm- it seems like 45. <laughs> I think I just had a glitch, a glitch in the Matrix. Tell me, tell me, a, tell me a fact. Uh, I don't know. Hedgehogs are really cool. Okay. <laughs> Well, they can't see your facial expression. Yeah, but they heard my mouth. They well, heard my words. Yeah, well, okay, the title. This I is think, all about here in our mouth. Do you want me to just move on to a different story? No, I'm ready. I'm in it. Do you promise? I'm so ready. Okay, do you this promise? This is my though? favorite thing. <laughs> you still yeah. haven't promised. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, I think I switched timelines as the title of the story. About a month ago, I noticed things were just different. Not completely different, but just small differences. I like how you're really trying to sell this story. You're even using hand gestures and like using pauses. Because like I'm you've exci- practiced the speech. Because here's the thing, straight oh, up. You've already reason, lost me. I'm breaking I'm breaking the fiction Bad. of the show. The reason yeah. why I like to pick Glitch in the Matrix ones is because I know they're not your favorite. And I think that when I bring them up, because I think they're funny. You don't have to explain to me why you think I don't like these and why you bring them up. You do. I wanted because that's why I was really selling it because I feel oh. like it makes for me it makes this funnier. <sighs> okay, not completely different, just small differences. For context, I drive about forty minutes to and from my job six days a week. That's a I don't know what job you're working. Take two. Take yeah. another day off. Normally on my drive, I like to listen to music. One day I turned it on and noticed that some of the songs on my playlist sounded weird, like different beats, different words. Little harmonies that I know weren't there before. Heck, even a totally different song itself than I remember it being. These are songs that I have listened to for years, so I know them by heart. It was very shocking to say the least. Now imagine like you're listening to Van Halen and you really like the song Panama. Panama! Why did that song come to mind? Because that's the first song I thought of. It's the first song I thought of because I've been thinking a lot about the YouTube videos David Lee Roth just yeah. singing the isolated vocals. When I was no little, I used, to, I used to think the lyrics were, animal. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a perfect example. Say you're listening to Panama yeah. on your drive one of day six or whatever to your drive to work, 40 minute drive one way. And you listen to this every morning for work because it gets you hyped, A-F-I-R-L, listening, uh-huh. listening to Panama. And then all of a sudden you turn it on and you're like, are they singing animal? Animal. And, the, and like everything's a little bit different. Wouldn't that weird you out? Or if they were singing like... I guess, but how is a, a glitch in the Matrix because you're hearing songs differently? Cantaloupe, bumpin', bump dead up, cantaloupe. All these different lyrics, all these different songs yeah. that you know. Instead Might just of, make me want more cantaloupe. Okay, well, I refuse to believe you would not text me and be like, uh, I'm pretty sure the song Panama by Van Halen now says cantaloupe. And I'm a little freaked out, A-F-I-R-L. Yeah. Okay. The biggest difference I noticed was this gas station that I go to quite frequently before I start my drive to work. So they walk there, they walk back, then they drive, I guess. Oh, okay. I walked into the gas (laughs) station. I might have been right. I walked into the gas station and went towards the iced coffee section, parentheses, where you can make your own. And you know what? That does sound oh, like good. a nice I'm morning treat. I'm glad they sum that up for us. I do think about that. And I think about having like my favorite gas station and going in and making my like little iced coffee at like a bar every morning. It sounds really nice. It sounds really nice. <laughs> I think you could do that at gas stations. <laughs> when I got there, I realized it was completely gone. And the whole layout of the gas station was totally changed from the last time I remembered it. 
I had been there just a few days before, so there's no way they had a whole remodel in just a few days I hadn't visited. Other things that seem weird are my clothes. I have clothes that I don't remember having, and clothes that I swear I had but cannot find. I don't really know what's going on. Nothing big has really happened. Like all the people I know are still here, none of my daily routines have changed, but these little things are starting to slowly drive me insane. I don't know if there is a glitch or if I have truly switched timelines. Any thoughts? What do you but think is happening? But that doesn't make any sense, though, because if you switched a timeline, you wouldn't see the same people necessarily. It doesn't necessarily need to be a gigantic timeline switch either. It could be like, so just like minimal switching. Fragments of a timeline. It could be a parallel universe. There are a parallel dimension. There are many of them where just little things are different. I mean, what's what's the theory? There are like infinite timelines happening within our timeline. Some are super different. Yeah. Some are barely different. Yeah. Wouldn't it be weird, though, for you if you're driving to wherever you drive on a daily basis and you stop at a gas station, you walk in, it's been like two days since you've been there. You're like, where's my iced coffee station? Now it's like a section of like, I can get, I don't know, car chargers for my cell phone. But all the iced coffee is totally gone and the layout's totally different. Are they sure they just didn't go to a different gas station? I would assume, I don't know the storyteller, but I would assume they did not go to a different gas station. But I don't understand the song thing either. Like, there's no other timeline, like in your reference, that Panama would be changed lyrically. Well, that's what's weird. But but then again. That's like alien-ish. Well, maybe in another dimension because you're talking like you know a lot about parallel dimensions. Okay. But think about like, what's that? What's, I don't know why this song keeps popping in my head. Got some new shoes on and <laughs> who sings that? I think it's Paolo Natini or something like that. Okay. Paolo Natini. I don't know. Paul and Anoni. Paul uh, got no shoes, got new ones on. But imagine that song's playing. It's like. Hey, I got some meatball subs and everything's tasting real good. Something like yeah. that starts happening. And you taught maybe, maybe so you So this even... is insinuating that like he still wrote the song, but the lyrics were different in a different dimension. The lyrics have always been, hey, I got some meatball subs or hey, I got some rare meatball lizards, shoes. meatball shoes, whatever. Yes. And like you were to ask someone like, do you like that song? Hey, I got new shoes by Paul and Anonis. Yeah. And they're like, uh, I think you mean, hey, I got my meatball shoes by Paul and Anonis. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Paul and no shoes, Ninos. Does this, does this interest you at all? Or what would, what would have um, to happen in your daily routine? Something that different were to where you'd go, have I jumped timelines here? Am I in a totally different dimension? These days? I don't know. I mean, it would have to be like very intense. Like what? Like I wake up and like everything is like 1950s style. Hey, how was your sleep, jazz cat? <laughs> yeah. And I said that to you in the morning? Yeah. I don't know. Like, you want a little bit of cocaine in your coffee? It's all the rage. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Like what would, you, what would happen to happen for you? What would have to happen is I walked downstairs and you went, hey, do you want a little bit of cocaine in your coffee? It's all the rage. That's that's probably would would strike me as weird that I've changed dimensions. But on a serious note, maybe like I don't know. I would think any of these things if I was listening to a song. But have you ever been listening to a song that you've listened to before and you're like, this sounds, this feels slower. This sounds different for some reason. Kinda. I mean, like I feel like when you've listened to a song so many times, like say 
a long time ago and then you listen to it now and you're like, huh, I feel like this song like used to get me like jacked and now it's kind of like weak and you're like, I don't, this song's kind of sucks. Yeah. So thinking of that the song would totally suck. Pretty much like everything I listened to in middle school. And yeah. then I listen to it now and I'm like, why? I don't think I listen to anything that I listen to in middle school. Maybe Primus, but like I rarely yeah. listen to Primus. I don't know. Okay. Well, I just thought that was interesting. I wanted to bring that up. Okay. Okay. I have another story. Ready? Yes. This is from the subreddit Creepy Encounters. You got a little smirk on your face, so I think you really like this one. I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't pronounce the user's name. That's okay. Okay. The title of this story Professional dream interpreter, dot, dot, dot. Mm. This is short and sweet. I go to a local dog park pretty much every day with my dog. Good. Yeah. Also, side note, how do you feel about people going to dog parks with no dog? Just going. See, I think it's perfectly fine, but a lot of people find that creepy. See, I don't think it's creepy at all. It's It's like a petting zoo you can go to for free. And there's a bunch of amazing dogs running around. Yeah. Why would you not want like they should have like like a dog park babysitters. Like if you go, sometimes you don't want to like stand there and watch your dog play. Because you hate your dog. Yeah. Because you're like, I hate my dog, but I need to get it outside because I'm responsible. So like you go there, there's dog park babysitters and you say like, hey, mine's the border collie over there. Could you keep an eye on it? I'm going to go run and get me a coffee. And then I'll be back in like a half hour. Hi, I'm here to drop off my dumb idiot dog. It's that stupid idiot one over there. I need to leave for a little bit. I mean, it's basically doggy daycare. They just need to have outside ones. I think that would be great. You're paid by the dog park. You work like an eight hour shift, maybe. I don't know, maybe less. Yeah. But you get paid well in a, in a perfect world. You get awesome bennies, but you get to sit there and you hang out and you just babysit everyone's dog at the dog park. Yeah, just Then make you sure. split. Everything stays in order. Nobody's like doing anything crazy. You just drop off your dog. That's my dog. Thanks. See ya. I mean, I think this idea already exists for doggy daycares. Yeah, but this one's like, it's real Mad Max. You just drop your dog off. I have the yellow lab. Gotta go. (laughs) There's the big like, uh, what is it? The Thunderdome. And like you just drop it off and then like, but that's a whole nother thing of, you know. That's dog fighting. Yeah. And that's not great. No, it's not. Okay. If anyone wants to invest in our idea of having people employ this idea already exists though. Yeah, but we're not ours, coming up with anything new. But we are. We're you know no, what we're because doing? we put it outside. We're disruptors. <laughs> we're disrupting the norm. And we are I ma- have a better idea. Okay. I Business thought I was idea. I thought it was pretty good. Okay. But. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Listen to this though. Okay. We already have Boober where you have ghost Uber drivers. Is that what it was? Yeah, there was something like that. I don't okay. know. It was yeah, a, like a year ago. So I don't I don't remember what we talked about last time. But have Uber for dogs where you can actually just call the dog Uber driver. They actually pick up your dog and then spend the day with your dog. They can like take it to the dog park. They can just hang out. Oh, so you call, let's call it Pooch is the name of the app. Yeah. and Or Pooch. they can just drive it around because dogs love to just drive in the car. They do. Yeah, you're right. Maybe the windows, they only go a certain level. Yeah. And they have like, so you don't need to worry about locking the windows. You just literally, you pick up a dog and you drive it around. Like if that was a real job of like an, an Uber driver, I would do that because you have a dog. You don't have to talk to anyone. You just drive a dog around. And you would talk to those dogs a lot. Yeah, you'd get a lot of your feelings out. It could be really like helpful, I think. Both thera- ways. Yeah, therapy. Yeah, it totally could. I like, for instance, I love talking to animals. I stopped today on my way back home from getting groceries and running errands. 
and there were cows next to our house. So I pulled into someone's driveway that no one was home. So I just pulled in their driveway and then I was just taking pictures of these cows and I was talking to them a lot. Okay. But I love talking to animals. (laughs) (laughs) I swear our show needs to be scary. You know what? Our show is whatever it wants to be. Yeah, okay. Okay. Went to the dog park with my dog. Okay. Recently... A guy starts showing up with his dog, and after talking with him for a while over a few mutual visits, he tells me he is a professional dream interpreter. He brings it up almost every time I see him, and he talks about being a, quote, strict Freudian, end quote. He has repeatedly asked me if I would be interested in a session. I ask for more information as to what it would entail, and he explains how it worked and would be multiple sessions at his apartment where he can, where he has a chaise lounge and would sit behind me in his chair and he'd guide me in some kind of free association dream interpretation. He claims he has a degree of some kind and is, quote, really good, end quote, <laughs> at it. Okay. And he says, quote, I won't even charge you, end quote, oh, dot, 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 yeah. seems kind of sus. Uh, yeah, kind of. So, Linz. Would you, if you were going to a dog park and then mm-hmm. some dudes are showing up and it's like, you know, I'm a dream interpreter. Sorry, I just ate a lot of spicy food in my <laughs> mouth and my mouth feels Definitely weird. Definitely no then, no. Okay, what if, what, what if, what if someone showed up to the dog park and they went, hi, I'm a professional dream interpreter. You can come to my apartment. I have a chaise lounge and I won't even charge you. No, I've seen American Psycho. Okay. Doesn't matter if you're prim and proper. Mm-hmm. You can still murder someone with the chainsaw. Yeah, you do that like where he timed it out when she was running down the stairs. Yeah, wasn't he listening to a studio? I think so. <laughs> Su Su Studio. That's a great, great song. Yeah, I don't think I would do that. I don't know. I'm Midwestern, so I might be polite and be like, oh, yeah, sure. For sure, I'll do that. And then just pray that nothing bad happens to me. But no, my first instinct would be like, no, I'm not doing this. Okay. We have some comedians in the uh, comment section. Oh, Yeah. Someone says, heck to the na-na. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's bring that up. Want your dreams interpreted? Use Google. That's okay. what someone says. That's great. Yeah. I love I love that one. Okay. But we have a chilling turn of events. Are you ready for this? Yeah. A Is twist. A twist in the comment section. I forgot about this part, <laughs> but I saw it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Yeah, turns out I found him online. This is from the original poster, the person who wrote the story. I think that's what OP means. He's also an artist and a pretty talented one. There was one mention of a social work degree, but nothing very specific. I forgot about him telling me he had some woman he knew who he said had blocked him. Okay. He asked to borrow my phone and turned out to have texted this woman. (laughs) I made sure to tell him that if I received any fallout from that, we were going to have a problem. Okay. So apparently this dude said he was a dream interpreter and then it was mm-hmm. like, hey, can I also borrow your phone? I need to text somebody. And then this person was like, yeah, you can go ahead and borrow my phone, dream interpreter, and text whoever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a real a real fun situation. A real funny thing. So basically this, this person is just very creepy. Yeah, extremely creepy. Goes to the dog park with their dog. Yeah. Says they are a professional dream interpreter, but they're just trying to borrow people's phones to text someone that blocked them a while ago. Yeah. That seems really sus. Doesn't that... Well, it does it seem sus or just is it, it is. sus? It just is. Yeah. Ew. How... I don't like that. Okay. Well, then what about this? What would be the best way 
if you were going to go out and do some guerrilla marketing, this type of marketing, but you were actually a dream interpreter, you were actually a person who you had a degree from, I don't know, ethereal university Mm -hmm. or whatever, uh, dream school, you had a degree from dream school yeah, and you were very good at it. How would you sell yourself as a professional dream interpreter, but you had to, you had to get people to your studio or to your dream cavern yeah. By just like meeting them in the public, like meeting them out in the wild. I would parachute in from <laughs> okay. the skies. Okay. Because okay. I feel like that's already like very like, what just happened? That's very like really committed. Yeah. And then like I parachute down. So it already makes me look like magical. And it makes me look like, well, this is a professional we're working with because she just parachuted in from the clouds. Yeah. And then I would hand out my business cards, but they would be invisible because I'd be like, you'll know how to contact me in your dreams if you need me. And then it'll get people curious and then they'll be like, what? And then most likely because it's a weird event, they'll probably have a dream about it and they'll be like, wait, she's good. Wait, I saw her in my dream life. I saw this happen in my dreams and she said it was going to happen in my dreams. As Lindsay was telling that story, Molly kept trying to lick Lindsay's feet, and Lindsay's just patting Molly's head and kicking Molly's head away with her foot. I wasn't kicking her, I was just giving her a little smacks to stop doing that. With Lindsay's foot, like just kind of shushing Molly away. What a fun thing. Um yeah, but that would that's how I would gorilla market. Here's what I would do. Yeah. I'm I'm stealing the first part of yours. Okay. So I don't care. You never said when I was making the rules, I never said no stealing. <laughs> Guess I didn't get an LLC on it. So no, I'm stealing your idea to parachute in. Okay. I would parachute in mm-hmm. and I would tumble and I would be out of breath and everyone would be like, whoa, hey, are you OK? What's going on? I'd be like, sorry, I can't talk on a case. And I'd unclip my <laughs> my my parachute and then I would like talk into my Apple watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't have one, nor do I want one because it's like I see people with Apple watches and I'm like. Isn't that so stressful for real? Isn't that just so stressful? You're going to make so many listeners mad right now. I don't think I'm going to make them mad. I'm not I'm not saying I think they're silly. I just think they're stressful. I wouldn't want one that's stressful. Okay, but, anyways. But for this, for this, I would have some sort of an Apple Watch. Maybe I'll just have a Fitbit. Maybe a generic one. Yeah, but yeah. one that would like look sleek yeah, or something. Yeah, it looks like an Apple Watch, but it's it's actually just a knockoff and it doesn't even tell the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just like you open it up and there's like little like little bits of candy inside. Yeah. So it rattles around. But I would talk into that as I was unclipping from my parachute and I'd like kind of ask people for help like I expected their help to seem really important. Okay. And I talk into my wrist thing. I'd be like, Miguel, grab my parachute. I'm at blah, blah, blah. And I would just make up a bunch of latitude and longitude things. Uh-huh. I'm at 25, 35, 1, 1, whatever at the dog park. You know the one. Pick up my parachute. And then I just start walking out of there really fast. And people, I'm sure people would be like, what's going on? Is this guy just parachuted out of the sky? Like, like I said, I'm on a case. And then may, I, I would hope they'd be like, well, what type of case? Where do you need to go so fast, important guy? Like, sorry, I'm a dream interpreter. I interpret dreams. And I'm on a really intense case. And I'd leave. Okay. But as I left, I would intentionally leave a small pile on the ground or whatever of cards. And I would have like... You know, a fake like a new Instagram account and like my maybe maybe a website. Yeah, that's how I'd get people. I think that'd be good. Okay. And the fake person Miguel would never get my parachute because again, it's a fake watch. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah, you really went into depth on that. 
and basically just repeated what I said. Nope, but I, was I think I was different, less, and different and better, less creative. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the whole thing about mine is that it was different and better. Uh, okay, yeah, you know, uh huh. Like it was a little bit different. You know what would happen is <laughs> I would parachute in first and do my whole thing, and then everybody would be like, "Whoa!" And then you'd come after, and then everybody would be like, "Dude, we already saw this happen. Like, no, you're not legit. You're a knockoff. You're yeah. a knockoff. You think so? Yeah. Or I'd say, "Sorry, I'm following the woman who parachuted in here earlier. She's a dream criminal." <laughs> And then I leave my cards. I like I'm a car. I'm dressed up like Carmen San Diego. And I'm wearing. What would I be wearing, Lens? I don't know. You. <laughs> I picked my outfit. You have to pick your own outfit. Okay, I'll think about it. Okay, cool. Well, that's all I have. I have those two stories. Nice. Yeah, uh, and I'm glad you really liked both of them a lot. Yeah, I. Th- the first one, a weird. I don't. I don't know. Okay. That one is weird, though. It is weird, but the second one is weirder just because it's very. Like, it's so much more realistic. I also like the fact that this person's claim to get this person's phone was to tell them that they were a professional dream interpreter and was like, I'm very mysterious and I can read into the ether of our, what, dream state, our REM. I'm kind of a REM voyager. Mm. Also, can I text someone from your (laughs) cell phone? Do you mind if I borrow your cell phone for a quick text? Yeah, you think you'd pick a more, like, legit less creepy job if you just wanted to borrow someone's phone i'm a detective uh and i have a bunch of burner phones can i text someone on your phone i'm a detective i would just be like uh i locked my keys in my car can i use your phone to text my friend i have my dog out here yeah i don't know why did he be like well i'm a dream interpreter actually and i maybe i'm i might be dreaming but could i use your phone really quick (laughs) i need to text somebody great silly (laughs) okay that's all i have nice yeah i guess so all right well, let's go to the haunted housekeeping zone and then you have some stuff because probably your phone's charged by now. Yeah, I do have stuff on my phone. I honestly, I can't remember one thing that I have written down, but here we go. Cool. Now, by written down, do you mean? Copy pasted, a website copy pasted that I half read. You used to write stuff down. Yeah, I have three journals. At the of beginning of our stories. show. So if anything ever happens to us and people have to like come look through our stuff, they're going to find a lot of weird things here. Yeah, they're going to find three journals of spooky stories. They're going to, what's behind us? They're going to see some books about Aleister Crowley. They're going to see a book, a fake book that says ghosts and stuff on it. (laughs) Which is probably the creepiest because it's very vague. Yeah. We have a book about Bill Murray. We got a lot of random stuff. Okay. Anyways. Well, we will see everyone in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Hello, weary traveler. Welcome to ye old haunted housekeeping area. Hi. Hey, how are you? Maybe we have some stuff in the haunted housekeeping area that you can use with you and take with you on your journey. That's kind of the metaphor we're going for here. Like a, you know, like a, <laughs> like a play pretend. Yeah. And speaking of journeys, say maybe something spooky related has happened to you. Or maybe you just need some advice because you have a ghost living in your house. Go ahead and give us a call on our haunted hotline. Yeah, you can call or text whenever you would like. The phone number for our haunted hotline is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. 
B-O-O-S, like the plural word of what ghosts say. And we'll try our best to give you advice or maybe find a solution. Yeah, and again, I think try is the key word. Yeah. If you have something strange happening around your house, if something happened to you or a friend or a family member in the past, if you feel like you can predict the future, if you found something at a yard sale and maybe you like didn't buy it but you stole it, you brought it home and you feel like now your house is haunted, Call and let us know. We want to hear about it. Honestly, we'd like nothing more. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Do you also need some really cool spooky drip? You can go ahead and check out our (laughs) friends over at Discount Cemetery. Everything is handmade, hand screen printed in L.A. with two really cool people. And for those of you who might be over 35 and you don't know what drip is, it's clothing and accessories. So hop on over or I guess, I don't know, what's a spooky word for hop on over? A spooky word for the phrase hop on over? Hover on in to DiscountCemetery.com. That's true. You can can manifest your plasma essence if you're a ghost and go to DiscountCemetery.com and check out their wide range of haunted shirts, ghosty type things. Very fashionable drip. I love all their stuff. It's so comfy. It's so well made. And it's so cool. I think Lindsay and I own maybe seven or 5,000 pieces of Discount Cemetery clothing. And we love it. So check them out on social media at Discount Cemetery or shop online at DiscountCemetery.com. They just released a camo hoodie that says Cemetery really big on it. And it's very cool. If you're a fan of our show and you want to listen to other shows on the Scavengers Network, you can. No way, really? How do I do that? Well, it's very easy, Lindsay Marie. You can just go online and check out the scavengersnetwork.com or check out Scavengers Network on basically all social media platforms and learn about all the shows we have on the network. I'm just kidding. I already do. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Shows like Myth Takes, Unnatural 20s, Side Character Quest, Blink and You'll Miss It, Timeline Scavengers, FMK All Day, The Amateur Detective Club, and a whole bunch of other fun shows. Tons of great people, and ourselves included, on the Scavengers Network. I know I said that like a robot, but I swear I'm not. But spoiler, Lindsay's a robot. I'm a robot. (laughs) (laughs) And hey, if you've been with us for a while, or you're just listening, and you like our show, and you might kind of like us, even though, you know, you don't know us in real life, we would love it if you gave our podcast a rating or a review. It would really help us out. Even if you don't like our show and you don't want to review our show, maybe just give it five stars because, you know, give back, right? Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Well, see you later. Bye-bye. Podcube, leading the way in time agnostic podcasting. Podcube. Our Podcube devices are able to record audio from any time or place, in space or time or place. And here's one of the things we picked up. I'm not going to make it, Lenny. I'm sorry, I'm getting blood all over you. That's okay, it's a lot of blood. What's going on? If you see Sal, I want you to cut him in half for me. As God is my witness, I'll cut him from the top of his head down to his very smooth, really good-looking feet. I'm bleeding so much. Yeah, you're bleeding a lot. Search Podcube in your podcast app or go to poweredbypodcube.com. Podcube, the future is yesterday. Welcome back, my 
little sleepy dreamies. Bring him back with more chutzpah. Well, like, I always get yelled at when I try no, to bring him No, you're back. not being yelled at. But like, bring, you like... I'm bringing it back with more chutzpah. Welcome back. Okay. Welcome back, my little dreamy buddies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back as well. I went down to the kitchen, and when I opened up the fridge, I got this little thing for dinner. We didn't just eat this for dinner, but it's like little pieces of cubed feta cheese and tiny olives. And I'm pretty sure on the package it says many olives oh, and well, feta that's cheese. Good. Many. Yeah. Just many of I them. I thought that'd be funny to know. Good to know. Great. <sighs> yeah, many. I was going to ask you if there was many <laughs> olives or if it was more feta cheese. No, many olives. Many. Hey, you want to hear some spooky stuff? Yes. Since pretty much the whole first half of the show wasn't spooky. What do you mean? You always you always think that our show isn't spooky enough. And I think Because I'm it all is. about bringing in that spooky in. Well, okay. So historically, you have brought in scarier stuff. Like you have. Okay. Which is so I can understand that your expectations are high. But yeah. I don't, you know. But you like to live on that low range expectation plane. Okay. Living in that glitch. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyways, you really want to hear something spooky. <laughs> I'm trying to hype up the story. First of all, I'm just kidding around. I don't think your stories actually <laughs> absolutely suck turd. But do you want to hear uh, something else that, that doesn't, doesn't suck turd? That doesn't suck turd. <laughs> Hey, I was just joking when I when I told you earlier uh, in a pretty direct way that everything you bring into the show sucks turd. You want to hear something that does not that I will would actually never say that that will make you shoot turd out because oh my, it's so scary. I'm not talking about turds. Okay, well, all right. That I didn't know. I didn't know that you weren't talking about turds. Anyways, this week, so I do remember what I wrote down. I have some. Creepy... Well, that's after you looked at it. Yes, of yeah, course. Yeah, because I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> I have some creepy, just like updated news stories. And then I have this one that's really weird that you're going to have to help me with because I started researching into it and I got freaked out and I was like, I don't know if I should be in on this right now. Okay. Did you down, did you download the onion browser and then go no. to the dark web? <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't. Okay. Let's just start out with some spooky stories. Cause I feel like that's like, oh, let's start off with something easy and then we'll get into something creepy. Er. Great. Okay. So the first story I have is about a couple of paramedics and a situation that they had. So they told a story. I didn't get, it just said Matt W paramedic. Okay. Didn't say where it was from or anything. He said, I got called to a guy who was working in his wood shop and accidentally took a chainsaw to his right hand. Okay. We ended up, it ended up just taking off his pinky and his middle finger. So since it was a fresh wound, we decided to look around for the missing appendages and we couldn't really find them. It was a pretty bloody scene and we looked for the fingers. We couldn't find them anywhere. But we did see the dog run upstairs. And it seemed to be gnawing on something. <sighs> so although none of us were able to confirm, we're pretty sure the dog got a hold of the detached fingers and enjoyed them as a nice little treat. Um, luckily, the guy was a good sport about the whole thing. We asked him if he was left-handed, and he said, well, looks like I'm left-handed now. And then went, well, looks like I'm chopping my dog's head off because <laughs> my dog ate my fingers. But don't you think it's kind of Romantic? <laughs> romantic? <laughs> Is that the word like, you meant to say? Now your best friend has part of you. <laughs> Did you mean to say romantic? <laughs> romantic? Oh, I meant to say grotesque. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think it's like 
because you you brought in a story i don't know 55 years ago that it was about how our animals do want to eat us like if they had the chance they actually would nibble a little bit i think especially cats yeah there was like cat and like hamsters like burrow inside your vessel it's disgusting like make a nest but maybe this dog was like oh thanks for the free preview buddy yeah, I want to see how it is. When, also, how do you just get your your pinky and your middle finger with a chainsaw? Like, that seems like a really, like, skipping a finger seems really difficult to do with know. a chainsaw. I figure, like, what if you have, like, your ring finger bent or something and you're moving something or, like, you're sliding something? Well, I... Or the chainsaw, like, kind of jumped and, like, maybe, like, it got your pinky originally, but then it, like, bounced and got your middle finger. Let's let's play pretend that Matt W. was doing this, or Matt W. was the paramedic. Yeah, he's a paramedic. Let's, I don't know the guy's name. Let's pretend that... F- well, uh, no one can see what you're doing right well, now. Well, I'm going to explain it. Oh, okay. Um, listener, if you are in a safe place... <laughs> Eli. Eli, or my dad, uh, if you're in a safe place, extend your right hand and then spread your fingers out. And then close, put your ring finger down and then your pointer finger down. So you just have your thumb, your middle, and your pinky out. When on earth would your fingers ever be like that, you think? And that's really interesting to think about <laughs> when you have your hands like this. Anyways, my next story. Would you be, would <laughs> you be, would you be mad at Molly? I like how you say what? And we have a podcast where we talk back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes, you know, it's easier just to, huh? you know. Would you be mad at Molly if she ate your fingers, if they were cut off? Yeah, because I'd be like, now I could have reattached those fingers and you you ate them. Yeah. But like, would I be mad at the fact that like she's a dog and she doesn't know any better? No, because it would be like an interesting story to tell your friends later. Like, oh, I yeah, I cut my fingers off and we couldn't reattach them because uh, turns out my dog ate them. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I wanted to ask. Are you ready for the next story? Yes, I am ready for the next story. Okay, so this one's kind of sad. A turtle crashed <laughs> through. <laughs> a tur- I don't want to laugh on this one. This is serious. But the end of it is really funny. A turtle crashed through the windshield of a vehicle on Interstate 95 near Port Orange, hitting a woman in the head and sending her to the hospital. Authorities said, it's crazy. A dispatch supervisor confirmed the incident reported at 10.48 a.m. I don't know why that's important and why I even wrote it down. But anyways, a turtle shot through her windshield and hit her so hard that it sent her to the hospital. Did it from... Did the turtle enter the car from the outside? Yeah, so it shot... They don't know where it came from or how it shot through the air into the front windshield. There was a turtle moving fast enough in midair... It broke. Well, the car was moving, so the turtle obviously was like still thrown somehow, or dropped from, or parachuting in, or parachuting in and interpreting dreams. What the heck? That's really weird. But equally shocked was the woman's daughter, who was sitting in the passenger seat of the car, and like kind of saw this happen, but it happened so quickly. They, (laughs) she called dispatch, and. When the dispatch released the records, I thought what was really funny about them was the quote, there's a turtle in there, and it says, man in background being heard on 911 recording. And then it says, quote, a turtle, a victim da- the victim's daughter exclaimed, an actual turtle? <laughs> <laughs> So, so it was just confusion, basically, is like how, like what we're talking well, about, like how did a turtle shoot 
through the sky into the windshield. Okay, so they were driving on the highway. Yeah. I wonder, okay, if they were by a bridge, someone was like... Oh, do you think it fell off the bridge? I don't think it fell off. I don't know. I don't know how often it... Well, you know what? I don't know what's real anymore because apparently turtles can just crash through the front windshield of your car. I get... It's like it was a big turtle. Like it was a snapper. I would... Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I saw pictures. It was a. It was a snapping turtle. It was a big turtle. It was like a big snapper turtle. Was it a snapping turtle? I think so. It looks like it from the pictures. I mean, it hit a windshield, so it was hard to tell. Yeah. Okay. But the windshield. But the windshield was like destroyed. Well, that's the power of turtle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, turtle. Turtle break glass. You know what I'm saying? Turtle scary. (laughs) (laughs) So I would assume turtle weapon. Do you think someone? Someone? Okay. Let's just say there's a pond close by to this bridge. If the bridge is there over the highway. Right. And someone went, oh, a turtle for me. Grab this turtle by the back so they were safe because you grab snapping turtles by the back. Right. So they can't get you. And then they pass someone on the bridge. This person was cloud nine. Got my first turtle. I love turtles. Even got a turtle tattoo. Yeah. Or whatever. And the person was like, who passed them? Hey. Cool snapping turtle. And they went, a snapping turtle? And they got scared and went, whoa, 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 what? And they dropped it. And then it. threw it off the bridge because they got scared and maybe simultaneously slipped on a banana peel. We don't know. Fell off the bridge into the car. Maybe they, like you said, they were they had a turtle tattoo, but they actually were getting the turtle tattoo while they were holding the turtle. And oh. they lost the turtle. Doing like a walking tour yeah. of wherever they were while getting inked up. Yeah. Turtle tattoos. I wonder. Turtle tattoo tour. <laughs> Hey, come along on my on my totally on my trans trans transportable turtle tattoo tour. I'm usually a dream interpreter, but on the weekends I do turtle tattooing. I do turtle tattooing on my tour around to city. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm really just having a difficult time knowing where this turtle came from. Did it have like a phone I, number on it or? No, it didn't have a phone number. It wasn't like you know. <laughs> it didn't wasn't have a. Did, it didn't have like a tiny cell phone on it. No. I wonder where that turtle it came shot, from. I don't know. Scary, though. Maybe it came from heaven. Maybe it came from a dream. Maybe. Maybe. So this one I thought was interesting because of the whole Titanic. I mean, we the Titanic hit an iceberg and sank. Well, Allegedly. Allegedly. But there's the Titanic Museum in Tennessee that you can go to. Yes. But recently, three visitors were injured after a display wall of ice collapsed and hit them. So once again, that iceberg <laughs> did some damage. Do you think it was a piece of the real iceberg from the thing? <laughs> it was like angry. It's like put me mm-hmm. back where I belong. Otherwise, there's consequences. That's something I've been saying for years is that angry ice, it tastes different and acts different than like your regular ice. Yeah. Yeah. Like how so? Just tastes like it's like sour and angry tasting. Okay, cool. It wasn't cool what I said. <laughs> But you know what's cool? I have the power of taking anything out of the show, which is great. Uh, yeah. I'll, mean, le- I'll keep that in. I'll leave it in. Okay. So this is the other final story that I have. This was recent and it took place like about 15 miles outside of Cincinnati. Okay. So it's recent and close. Yes. So apparently in a house, they found decomposed human remains in a box. Okay. Um, a, a box of decomposed human remains found in Ohio garage once belonged to a fraternal organization for use in rituals, police say. This takes place in Mount Heathy. Mount Heathy? Yeah, I don't know where that is. I mean, H 
E-A-T-H-Y? Maybe it's H-E-A-L-T-H-Y. H-E-A-L-T-H-Y? Yeah. Mount Healthy? Healthy? Mount Healthy? <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. Mount Healthy, Ohio? There's nothing healthy about having a box of decomposed body parts. It's Mount Healthy, Ohio, and it's a real place. Okay, so the Mount Healthy Police Department was alerted to the discovery after a resident overheard youth voices coming from around the area of the detached garage. It was about 10 p.m. March 24th, according to the news release. So this was very recent. Growing concern, the residents went to check the area on Warner Avenue. After entering the garage, the resident observed a box which appears to contain decomposed human remains. Gross. Authorities were called to the building and the remains were taken to the Hamilton County Coroner's Office as part of the investigation. The next morning, police confirmed the remains were relics used in rituals organized by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows. The Odd Fellows? The fraternal organization did not immediately respond to a request for statement. The century-old organization founded in 1819 once had a lodge in Mount Healthy. Police said the members met in a building now owned by the same owner as the garage. The group has long since moved from our area, and when the new building owner cleaned the building, he stored material, including the box and the human remains, in the garage he purchased here in Mount Healthy. Officials say the investigation to the remains continue, but have no reason to believe the remains found were from a recent homicide. Now, it goes into the independent order of Oddfellows. I feel like when we first started the show, when we were compiling information differently, right. and not just screenshotting stuff and reading it, I am almost certain I almost brought in stuff about the Oddfellows because it's very strange. Yes. Yeah, so I kind of started diving into it, and I went to their website, and it's set up very... It's kind of very churchy. It's very, you know, the, like even in this article, it says the command of the independent order of Oddfellows is to visit the sick, relieve the distressed, bury the dead, and educate the orphan. So it's like an organization that basically runs on faiths, and they have 10,000 lodges in 30 countries. They have 10,000 lodges still? Yes. Um, it has over 600,000 members. That's a lot. Yeah. But then I was thinking, I'm like, okay, if they're an organization that are like there for people and are there to help people, what were they doing with human remains and rituals? Well, I think all that stuff, helping the orphan and all this stuff, I think that's all metaphor. I mean, I, I, I don't think they mean literally doing that stuff, like helping the sick and whatever. I think all of that is metaphor. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, let me go to the website because then I went on a deep dive on the website because I was like, I need to know more about this organization. And is it like kind of a Scientology thing? Like what is going on? Is it very harmless? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know either, but I know that there used to be this show, like the Oddities show or whatever, some television show where they would buy and sell weird stuff. Yeah. It's it was that it was run by the same people who run that shop we went into when we were in the East Village in New York City. Right. And we had and we saw that Baleen and that really small shop and the dude yeah, with the yeah. beard. They used to have that television show. And I remember whenever they would come across a seller or someone looking for Oddfellow stuff, they got really excited because they had like 
like human skeletons and weird masks and all these like really unusual clothes for ceremonies and stuff. Well, it says on their page, which they basically have this like very American style, you know, like there's a little. It looks like a decal on the side of a car. Yeah. Like a race car. And it says our mission as an organization, the Independent Order of Oddfellows aims to provide a framework that promises personal and social development. Lodge degrees and activities aim to improve and elevate every person to a higher, nobler plane, to extend sympathy and aid to those in need, making their burden, burdens lighter, relieving the darkness of despair, to war against vice in every form, and to be a great moral power and influence for the good of humanity. It keeps going on about everything that they do, um, about promoting goodwill and harmony amongst people and nations. And it sounds like all good, but then there's like download these brochures and join us. And it kind of gets a little culty. Kind of? Yeah. And why would they have, again, why would they have real human bones and be doing rituals if they're this like really good organization and it's like i thought about why are they not like up there with scientology like why well, isn't this being investigated i'm sure it is being investigated and i think comparing the odd fellows to scientology i think is like it's an apples and oranges thing i mean scientology is massive massive right? massive and the odd fellows are like a fraternal order you think of like I don't know what what's the big one like the Masons, but or the, right. the Freemasons, but they're even bigger. But I think like in in a lot of ceremonies for fraternal orders or big groups like this, they do a lot of illustrating like life and death and the fragility of life and all this stuff. And I would imagine that it probably started back in the 1800s that they were like, oh well, in these ceremonies when we're inducting new people. We need to have like actual corpses. We need to have like real dead bodies. Right. So like I'm I'm almost positive they use real skeletons. I again almost positive. So I wouldn't be surprised that back then and the tradition is carried that they were using real human remains. Yeah. But I mean, who knows how they got them? I would assume that maybe there's an odd fellow or two who works for I don't know, a coroner's office or something. And they're like, I can get you an arm and a leg. No problem, bud. Can I not pay my dues for a year if I get you a human leg? I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. And I just thought like, how old do you, I mean, I know they're investigating it, but like, how old are these bones? And like, you can't, I mean, if they're really old, that's like, okay, I guess that's a pass. But if they're fairly new, it's like, like you said, you'd have to know somebody to get that for you or- You got them yourself. You're, you got them yourself. So I don't know. And I don't think like today's day and age, you can just donate stuff like that to organizations. Like you could donate your body to science, but I don't think you can like, that's part of science. Maybe, I mean, maybe there's a way legally where you- can sign over your body to a person or an organization maybe to maybe handle like if it's going to be used like medically or for educational purposes even though it's not necessarily educational but it's educational by way of the odd fellows teachings and mythos or whatever manifestos or whatever i don't know like i wonder i wonder if i could sign my body away to like a person 
and they would just have my body legally. I mean, I guess you probably could. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if there's, we're, we're tying it back to the beginning, but if I wanted to sign my body over to someone, I feel like the lawyer to help with that would be Saul Goodman. <laughs> if it was a Breaking Bad situation. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think like where I would sign my body over to. Like, I'd probably do it somewhere funny. Like me? No. no I don't know but, if I'd want like, to be too sad. Because I would just be sad. But, like, say, like, um, I don't know, like, just some random person gets my body. And they're like, what do you mean, like, she signed this to me? Yeah, like, legally, you own her dead body now. You own her corpse. <laughs> like, maybe a boss I had in my in my lifetime that I didn't like. And then, like, my dead body just shows up at their door. I would sign my body over to the Mall of America. Yeah, and have them display you. Right in the middle. Like doing a big thumbs up or something and like holding a big soda. I mean, you know, they they have that theory that there's they use real skeletons in Disney World. Like maybe those people sign their bodies over to Disney and they were like, please put me in the it's small world attraction. See, I think about the odd fellows and like secret orders or like fraternal groups and all this stuff and there is something that is so fascinating about these secret groups. Well, I mean, obviously, they're not very secret. You can get a brochure online. Yeah, but it's secret like... What they're doing. What they actually do. Right. And their, and their ceremonies. Like, you can go ahead and join to be in Scientology right away. But there's a lot of story. Well, and there's also a lot of evidence of what they do, but it's still very secretive. Right. Same with the Freemasons. Same with, what's the one, the Skull and Bones or whatever, and all sorts of stuff. The Knights Templar, all sorts of weird organizations. Yeah. I love that stuff. That like That's one of the reasons why Eyes Wide Shut fascinates me so much. <laughs> I literally, the other day, I listened to some of the pieces on the soundtrack. Yeah. And the one where it's like the violin, it's the dude going, <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. And yeah. it's by this, yeah, it's you by- You were a really creepy uh, drive, weren't you? It was right before I picked up Chinese food on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. it sure was. And it's by, yeah, this English composer, Jocelyn Pook, I think her name is. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's great. I love it because I like thinking about secret stuff. Yeah, you do like secret stuff. Well, this was not far from us, so there might be a lot more little hidden treasures in our area. In Mount Healthy. In Mount Healthy. Never heard of it. Me either. There's a lot of towns in Ohio yeah, where it's like, what is this? Yeah, I didn't even know it was here. Yeah. Like, well, and then it's like there's a Madison, Ohio, and then there's also another Madison County, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So what's up with that? When I was at, you know, here's a really interesting story. Not really. When I was at a band camp one time in high school, I told a clarinet player that I met there that I'm from Madison, and they were like, oh, yeah, we've played your football team and, you know, whatever, we blah, blah, blah. And I went, oh, have you? And- what were they saying? They were like, oh, I loved your school colors. They're green and white. And I said, no, our school colors are blue and white. Yeah, we were the blue streaks. We were the blue streaks. And then this clarinet player tried to argue with me saying they knew our school colors. And I was like, maybe there's two Madisons. I don't know what to tell you. We're blue and white. We're the blue streaks. See, that confusion would have never happened if they would have just picked another name. There are a lot of names out there. Pick a different one. Yeah, Radisson. <laughs> so, dude, the Radisson. Cool, the like older, cool older brother of Madison. Yeah, and my older brother's name is Brad, so you can name it Bradison. And he's the radder version of the two of us. Yeah, Rad Brad, Double Dad. He's Rad Brad, Double Dad, for sure. <laughs> he is Double Dad. Well, now I well, want to know more about the Oddfellows. Well, you can go to their website and look at everything that they have to offer. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about those. Like, there's nothing I'm really against what they do, but at the same time, I think we just are, we have these, you know, 
preconceived notions because we know a lot about Scientology now and how shady it can be and all this stuff that that kind of stuff kind of spooks me a little bit because I'm like, are you taking advantage of people that are down on their luck? Well, a lot. Yeah. Or I, is it really hopeful? I could be looking at who it. Who knows? I'm a Libra. I look at things both ways. And I'm a Taurus. And I'm just like, maybe if they have a really good, if they Give have a really good, secrets. if they have a, if I, I want to know a little bit of goss. And if they have a really good <laughs> food spread at their events, I'm all for it. If they have really good canapes, yum, 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 yum. I'll go. Little bone rituals, you know. Does anyone listening to our show, do you know anything about the Onfellows? If you do, please tell us. We want to know so bad. Yeah. You can tell us by reaching out on social media at spooky underscore spouses, I think is what it is. I haven't said it in a long time. Or you can call and let us know on our haunted hotline, 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. If you know anything about the Oddfellows, please tell us. Yeah. Talk to us. Let us... uh hang out chat let us know give us the goss give us the goss dudes we need that odd fellow goss i want to be invited to an odd fellow no, you hang don't. no us for the show no what do you mean no you can go what well, it's Just not let me safe know you're there it's safer if both take of us Molly. go i'm not taking our dog yeah, you could take our dog. She's <laughs> she'll protect you. And if if you die, then she'll probably eat you. And if, and then I'll be like, you know what? If I die here, if you all are going to kill me here, you can use my bones. Yeah. Because then we would be famous, and then maybe they make a movie about it, and then you could get money from Netflix. Okay. Mm, See, yeah. I'm thinking about you all all the time. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the end of our show. I guess so. Thank you very much for bringing Oddfellow stuff because now I'm stoked about it. Oh, great. Now it's going to be like you're going to go from Glitch in the Matrix right into uh, Secret Societies. I probably will. That's a really good subreddit to follow, I bet. Well, I'm more interested in that than me glitching. Okay. So maybe I'll start doing that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers. Again, on the phone earlier, we made kissing noises to each other. He wrote the music you heard at the beginning, the middle, and the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli who does music. He's a wonderful boy. He writes wonderful music and he's very nice. I'd also like to thank everybody. Well, we would also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. We're part of a big happy podcast family. You can go check out our podcast and others at the scavengersnetwork.com. There's merchandise there. We got stickers and stuff. I don't even know. I mean, just check it out. It's cool, right? It's cool, right? Right? Uh, sure. Yeah, it's a little cool. It's kind of like a, oh, it's a secret society, I mean. We are going to have new merch in the next year or two, and it's going to be secret society based. Yeah. Really secret stuff that you have to go on a spooky website to find. Yeah, the dark web. You do, yeah. Or just like, it'll be a .net instead of a .com or something. It'll be a dot. Doesn't edu. Mean, it'll, edu. Be a, it'll be through <laughs> my college email address. <laughs> uh, we would also like to thank every single person for listening to our very weird show all the time. If you're a new listener, we're happy to have you. If you've been here since episode one, we're surprised you're still here, but thanks for being here. And if you <laughs> like our show, you can rate and review whatever, but we would just more so love it if you just told some people you like about our show. That'd be great. Yeah. It would be like our own little secret society. Except like you're allowed to tell the secret though. Yeah. You can tell it to anybody you want. Literally anyone. Everyone. You know what? Please tell people about our show. We're an anti-secret society. (laughs) Yeah. We're a public society. (laughs) I guess. Is that the same thing? Is that what it is? 
Yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyways, well, thank you for listening. Everybody have a weird, glitchy, finger-eaten week. You kind of just summed it all up. Yeah, I was trying to think of everything we talked about. I already forget now. Everybody, I hope that you are taking your dog to the dog park and someone tries to tell you that, they're, that they interpret dreams or maybe they like train frogs or something and then they ask to borrow your cell phone. I really hope that happens. But I hope you're okay. But I hope something cool like that happens. Yeah. Nice, dude. Well, until next time. Thanks for being weird with us and we'll see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Molly Distinti, Molly Distinti, Molly Distinti girl, Distinti baby. Molly Distinti, Molly Distint, Molly Distinti baby. You're a good girl. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you can slide it. You can slide it. Careful, because the table sucks. Yeah. Molly the Stinty. Molly the Stinty. Molly the Stinty dog. Girl. Great. You want to sing it again? One, two, three. Molly the Stint. One, two, three. Molly the Stinty. Sing with me. Ready? I'm being producer. One, two, three. One, two, three. Molly the Stinty. Molly the Stinty. Molly the Stinty dog. Okay, your turn. One, two, three, sing. She likes to go out. She likes to go out. She likes to party hard. One, two, three, four. Molly the stinky. She is so stinky. She is a stinky dog. One, two, three, go. She bathes in her own farts. She bathes in her own <laughs> farts. That's hard to say. Bathes in her own farts? Bathes in her own farts. Well, yeah, we would rewrite those lyrics. She hangs out she hangs out when she farts. That's bad. Our mics are probably fine. Okay. Bye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast Unnatural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh warmed pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about. And that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. You look like Gelfling. Smell like Gelfling. Maybe you are Gelfling.